When I was just a little girl I asked my mother What will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me Hi, welcome to Lessons of Life, where we talk about the 12 laws of mind that we're operating all the time. They're principles, laws, you know, and whether you're aware of it or not, they're working in your life. That's what principle is. It's always working, it never deviates, and it works for all. And today, the podcast topic from uh, the poll that the patrons um, suggest is is indifference a good thing? And this is the question, you know, is indifference a good thing? Well, when you look at life objectively, no, it's not. But when you look at life subjectively, oh yes, it is. It is it's a very good thing. <laughs> you are indifferent meaning you don't take it in and you don't start playing with it and you don't make stories about it so it never settles into your purse and it just moves along this is indifference okay you don't ignore because to ignore is to accept that it is you're just not going to look at it right now okay that goes in your purse indifference is well i don't care one way or another you know bless your heart yeah, see you later, alligator. And I mean, there's no judgment. There's no anything. I'm just, you know, I'm indifferent to it. I'm not going to respond. Indifference is extremely important in that you don't want to respond until you're sure of what kind of response you want to give to something. Then you go and respond. This is revision. You know, this is uh, taking control of your day, which is taking control of your mind and taking control of your life. It's a paradox in the sense that you're not going to know the details, but you know you're in control. Okay, you don't know if you're going to go left or right or jump up and down or all that other stuff. But what you do know is I'm coming, so I'm indifferent to whatever it is out there that throws itself at me. You're cute. No, I'm not going to stop for you. And no, I'm not going to stop for you. And you know, you'll have all kinds of things. And the way to deal with the things that do make you respond is to forgive. Keep it in the day and revise. You know, no, I didn't think that. You know, I thought da 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 da. You are indifferent to what is going on to the objective world. You're keeping your mouth shut, you're biting your tongue, you know, and you're not going to respond. This is extremely important in the spiritual, subjective world. This is a story and you're writing it. And when you speak, you create. It's automatic. Now you can stop it, you know, you can change it. But you've set things in motion to go to a certain end when you speak. And you know this. You are aware of this. This is principle. 
This is law. Okay? What you think is what you get. Like, thoughts, beliefs, attract everything on the outside. This is the law of attraction. You vibrate what you feel. Vibrations are feelings. So you don't want to go willy-nilly running around, vibrating left and right, you know, feelings of anger, because what's going to come back at you? Angry people. Frustration, what's going to come at you? Frustrating people. Things like this. You're indifferent to them. Now, some people will be indifferent to it all the way. I don't give a shit. This is holding people in derision. Okay, and the Bible tells you to do this as well. You know, but it also tells you to forgive them. Alright, if you just hold them in derision and don't do that forgiveness part, and that's fine, you're still going to get what you're going to get what you're thinking about, but uh, you don't care if you get angry, frustrated people coming at you. You don't care if thieves try to steal from you. You don't care if people try to rob you or some guy shows up and says, I'm going to come get you while he holds a knife out because you know it's all God and you don't care. Okay, you're indifferent and you just, I know who you are, you know, you're my father, thank you. <laughs> and you're vibrating indifference. There's no vibration in indifference. And they walk on by. Okay, but there's no feeling there. You're indifferent. But if you do feel something, well now that's different. Okay, and now you're vibrating that feeling. So if you're getting a strong feeling, it's important to relax, take a few deep breaths. You know, um, a lot of people don't understand how important Caesar Milan was, the dog whisperer. He was really teaching people how to be people whisperers. He made it quite clear, it's not the dog, it's you. Okay, it's not the world outside, it's you. Now, if you are indifferent, you know, the dog is going to be indifferent as well. If I walk past a squirrel, the squirrel runs in front of me and I'm walking my dog, my dog's pit bull, <laughs> and a squirrel runs in front of us, you know, and I believe my dog chases squirrels. I do, you know, and but I am indifferent to that squirrel. He does not run after that squirrel. You know, it's just a baby squirrel having fun, running along. I'm, ind I'm indifferent to him. When we're in the backyard and the squirrel, he, it's a race between him and, and my dog, Bolt. You know, he's going to race across the fence and Bolt's going to run to the corner in the hopes that he can jump and catch that, <laughs> that squirrel. But he never does because the squirrel always wins and it's fun and they have a good time with that. You know, but that's the game they're playing. And it's my response. I'm just watching them play chase with each other. Okay? In the backyard. But I don't allow that in the, in the front when I'm walking them through the neighborhood. No. You know, they're just baby squirrels leaving them alone. You know, and he, and he doesn't. It's the same thing with everything. Not just your dog. With the world. 
okay? Consider the world your dock. You know, no. I don't think so. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, and I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not listening to that. I did not hear that. What I heard was, you know, or I did not hear that. We did not have that conversation. The conversation I had was, and you change it. And now, you know, you change it, you respond, you do your revision. And now you move on. You can't um, control it if you're reacting and responding. You must be indifferent. You don't care one way or another. And a lot of people see that as being very cold and no compassion. But that's not true. You know, compassion. The word compassion means with passion. You're supposed to do it with feeling, with passion. And they're saying that you have no strong feeling about this. Well, yeah. I don't care. Okay? I really don't. We're not going to bother the squirrel. He's just going across the street. <laughs> and this is the same thing with, you know, like people cutting in front of you. I don't care. It's just getting me to the perfect parking place. <laughs> it's how do you respond and to the outside world. And the best response to begin with is indifference. You know, and you should not care whether people see that as you being cold or anything else. That's them. You know, they don't have the knowledge. They're ignorant and they don't understand. You forgive them for showing you that they're ignorant and you move forward. Nobody is stupid. I mean, God's in everybody and he's infinite intelligence. Okay, but we are the limit of contraction. So you can only focus on so many things. Otherwise, you'd burn up. You can't hold the infinite in your mind. You can't. You came out of the infinite. Okay? You can do it in your limited way. Alright? And you're learning to be like God. To be unlimited. Alright? So, the uh, fact remains that while you're in these bodies and you're in this place, you're the limit of contraction, and you cannot see the big picture. You cannot see the infinite of it all. Okay, you can't. You have that's where faith comes in. You have to trust that it's we're all one, and you wouldn't hurt yourself. And when you speak, you create, and you're not going to give in to the game, and be afraid of these judgments you've made. You will note them. You will not respond then. You will forgive them or revise them. You know, and this is how you deal with it um, subjectively. You know, you, you look at it, that understanding that you played a part in everything here that you see. You know, whether it was just accepting that that's true or whatever. You know, it, it's, you still made judgments. And they will come at you. And eventually, if you've been, you know, maligning, then they're really going to start biting your ass. 
and if you keep going it starts leading you to death you know that's what Psalm 82 is about it's wake up wake up what the hell are you doing you know these laws you understand you know you have this knowledge yet you keep going around judging you know and you're not helping the poor and you're not helping the orphans and you're not helping the what what are you doing think you know come on come on all you Elohim you know and it's uh, one who does understand trying to get the others come on you guys stop getting stuff don't worry about that shit come help everybody else okay with your passion and you'll get all that stuff you know but now they're over there doing getting their wine out lighting their candles you know you know and instead of just being themselves and now understanding what's going on okay your perfect expression of God be yourself accept yourself love yourself okay most of us just will um, make a wish when we're feeling bad okay and I wish it had been like this I wish it had been and there you go revising it to be how you wished it would be and then it all starts working out all these great things start happening and you don't equate that to you know you having that little imaginative talk with yourself you don't you just were making yourself feel better in your imagination you know and this is the power of revision you know when you revise it like that then it's it starts working its way and that's why you're like I wonder why they're so nice now you know because you revised it to be nice so you would feel better you know and, and you're raising them up and doing it it's gonna happen you know but if you revised I wished I'd beaten them up or you know told him this that and the other and you know it comes back on you it always comes back on you you know so you want to spread the good because the good goes to everyone else and you okay the bad just comes to you all right then look out here and I don't care what anybody's told you this is law I have witnessed gurus in in on reddit state to people that love doesn't matter okay and it does matter and I called him out on it and he came back with people were mean and you know this other stuff and I said you, you need to forgive that you need to put that away okay no love matters and he reared his his head up again I prayed for him I haven't seen him since I prayed for him so you know to me that means he just hasn't changed yet he can't come be around me you know and, and that's okay I still send him love you know nobody should live life without loving it and you never know okay in my experience uh, and knowing what I know that particular person is what you call a, a Nephilim and they have gone before El Shaddai and they didn't answer faith hope and love they answered me myself and I 
and they got sent back. Okay, and we all cried for them. So you know, they got to stay here another two, three thousand years. Work it out, but you cry for them, you know, and you forgive them, and they will change or they will go away. And you can go away in many ways. And his was just a really tragic story. He had found these laws young and he had made his life wonderful. Uh, thought he knew it all, but he did not follow, or I don't even think he knew about the law of one, the first principle. And even when it was pointed out to him, he denied it. You know, so when you do that, you deny yourself. There's only one. We all come out of the same consciousness, and there's only one consciousness. Okay? We're a team. We're a team. And it's team humanity. Okay? Come on, team humanity. And when it's all said and done, God and his boys will be in the body of the man. Okay? Feeling, smelling, tasting, touching, expressing life. That's what's going to happen. Okay? But for a thousand years, man does it with his mind. Okay? You were given a mind to learn how to think and be like your father. And once this is accomplished, uh, God gets to rest and you, we all run the show, you know, for a thousand years. And, and then we go and join him. Because now we know he's, he's the one that does the thinking. He will present to us and then we will spin the tails. And he will bring it to God. It's you and me, me and you, and we are one, but we are two. <laughs> it's all good. So indifference is extremely important. And you're not to feel guilty about it. This is what tends to happen as we flip our thinking because we've been taught one way. Okay, and then when we begin to flip our thinking, you know, the things that we have been told is bad, such as indifference to others, you know, is bad. Well, it's not the people. You're not indifferent to the people. You're indifferent to their thinking. Okay? And they're expressing this thinking. So I will be indifferent to that thinking. And then I will know what to do about this person. I will forgive them, I will revise this, you know, I will give them a gift, whatever it is, you, you choose how to respond to it, meaning you're not indifferent, you're just putting it aside until you deal with it, you know, until you know how you want to respond, and that's not ignoring it either, you are noting it. Okay, I note, you know, that this person said this to me and I just kept my mouth shut and it's bugging me. So, you know, now I need to determine how I'm responding to that because it's still bugging me. 
once you get, you know, rocking and rolling in the subjective side, you're indifferent. You know what your indifference is. It's, yeah, I, I know that. You know, I will determine what to do with that later. You know, and I'll, my mother would say, you know, you ignore it. But in the objective world, ignoring means, you know, you, you're putting it away. It still hurts. You're just not going to respond to them. But you need to take it a step further when you go subjectively. You're not only not responding to them. You're indifferent to them. I don't care. You know, when calling you names, so what? You know, it, it's not, and this is a knee-jerk response. It's a, it's a non-psychological uh, way that we deal with things. For example, recently, uh, Ms. Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, has been at heads with the uh, police department because this police department is only like 64% vaccinated and the rest of them just aren't into it. And she's put down a mandate. And so they're, they're saying, you can't do that. You don't have the power to do that. And now the city council is uh, stepping forward and they have not been responding up till now. And now they're responding. And saying, you know, quite right, quite right. You are not the king, mayor. You know, you have a council here. And we, we all work together to determine what is best for, you know, for all. And this is not what's best for all. That's a dictatorship, you know. And we don't take your dictates. Okay, we, we're, we're free people. And... So now she's got the city council on her, as well as uh, the police officers, their union. So it's, you know, she's trying to be indifferent by throwing sand in your face. So she comes back with, instead of responding to the question that was, you know, presented, will you be working uh, with uh, the police department and uh, she came back with well he's a known racist he's a known this he's a known that's her opinion she's calling names okay she's not responding to the question she's deflecting and saying well he's that what does that have to do with this question and the answer that is needed nothing Okay, so this is the importance of indifference. You have to step back. You have to look at it. You have to give it that 360 view. And that requires your time. The most precious thing you have. Your moments. So you just, you know, it's like taking something off the burner. You know, and I will put it back on the burner if needed. Or I will throw it out. Or and start over or I will just throw it out. <laughs> it's the same thing. It, it's, well, this is no good. I'm throwing it out and, you know, I'm replacing it with this. I'm going to not do that. I'm doing this, you know, and it's, it's extremely important to be indifferent to the outside world. Don't let them yank your chain. 
Don't let them pull you. Don't ignore either. You must deal with it. If you set it aside, you don't respond, you must deal with it. It is a judgment. If you don't deal with it yourself, it will come get in your face until you do deal with it. If you continue to ignore it, it will grow. This is how it works. Okay, so this is the problem with people who try to be positive all the time. Well, if you believe in positivity, you believe in negativity. And you're going to get both. And you're holding down the negative. You're ignoring it. You think you're being indifferent to it, but you're not. You believe in it. So you're going to get it. You know, you're making a volcano. And it's going to spew all over you. You know, and, and you're going to wonder why I was being so positive. You know, because you were being so positive. That's why you weren't being indifferent. So I hope this helps. That was a tough one for me, you know, because I've got a big heart. I always have, you know, and man, I see a bully. I got to go defend that victim. Been doing it all my life. <laughs> I really have. And, <coughs> you know, I've been a Mimi all my life. When I was young, because everybody go see Rita, you know, and ask my mom, why is it I'm everybody's dear Abby? And she's like, because you make them feel good. <laughs> so, okay. You know, and I had no problem, little five foot six. You know, 16 year old girl fronting up three huge football players who were picking on a young man who uh, was slow. And uh, back then, you know, we called him uh, mentally challenged. And they were picking on him in the hallway, and I just jumped in there. I didn't even think about it. It didn't even occur to me there's these three huge football players. That's not how I saw it. You know, I saw three bullies being mean to this guy who just wants to go smoke a cigarette and not hurting anybody. He's just trying to get to the smoking area. And back then we had smoking areas at the high school. And um, I did. I just jumped in there. I was, Charles, what are you doing? You know, who do you think you are? Leave him alone. You're better than that. I know you're better than that. Come on, all three of you are better than that. I can't believe you're doing that. You know, really? Really? What would your mom think if I went and told her? I bet she'd be shocked and horrified. You know, ah, oh, come on, Maria. You know, this is not fun. This is not funny. Okay? I know y'all are all better than that. Get away from him. I said, come on, let's go out to the smoking area. Because I was heading there too. You know, and we went out to the smoking area and we became good friends. And it turns out that these three, in turn, became like his little bodyguards uh, for the rest of his senior year that year. And it, it was really neat, you know. I, I tell you what, I fell in love with those three guys. I would tell them all the time, you guys are the best. You guys are the best. You're such good guys. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just, that was just me. That's just a little tidbit from my past so uh, I hope it helps you know I I could have been indifferent but you know when I looked back on my life I knew my response was the correct response and it was God talking
not me. And um, and that's how it's been all my life. I was sent here, and and that was what my my biggest caveat was: got to eat the pill to come here. You know, but my responses throughout life had always been erring on the side of love. And I didn't really begin to really truly fall into some horrible judgment, except when I fell in love, you know. And that's that story uh, throughout time and space, you know, King Arthur, and, you know, David and Bathsheba, it's, um, it's Samson and Delilah. It, it's that same old story where, you know, you, you end up being the victim to the one you fall in love with instead of maintaining an indifference because you're in love with them okay but you have to be indifferent to them too and it's not being ugly it's not giving in to something you set into motion a judgment you know so you don't do anything and then you think about it and then you respond so I hope this helps Blessings to you, and thank you for being you. Happy Halloween, everybody. This is the greatest month ever. I love it. Y'all have a good one. See you later, alligators.